nervous. The crazy thing is, I get nervous anytime I have to speak in public. And I speak in public. Whoa, and that's whoa, what you whoa, wait. Whoa, whoa, and that's whoa. what you want you to get. Do? You get nervous? Yes. Anytime I have to speak. You have so much confidence up there. I no, I don't. Tell. I just look like it. <laughs> I picture everybody you did, in their you, did, you said what? Wait a minute. I picture everybody in their drawers. Because I'd be in the stands. I'd be in the audience. Seeing you in your drawers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like. Bro, you, you don't ever seem like you, uh, you're nervous. Bro, be quaking. Shaking in my boots every time, bro. Shaking in my brunch boots. Why? Anytime why that, that make, I have to speak. Why does that make you nervous? I don't know, bro. I it's just funny because he really wears his brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be nervous, bro. Anytime. That's the only. That's really the only thing. That's the only time that I get nervous when I have to stand up and speak. And it could be formal. It could be informal. Like if, if I have to walk into a room and like say, "Hey guys, hey everybody," because I'm raised right. I walk into a room and speak. If I walk into a room, like you I get not nervous. Be nervous. Yes, I walking did. Into. I walked into Econ's yesterday, and there was a whole bunch of people in there, and I was just like, "Hey, everybody!" And I went to the corner. <laughs> no, he did it. You did not. No, walk in you there weren't like even that. there when I first got there. I got there before you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, I, I guess when I seen you, you had. Already I had already warmed up. Oh, okay. I I didn't say I I stayed like that. I said it's always initially that's my response. Okay, that's real. So do y'all get nervous? Yeah, public speaking. <laughs> I that's feel like it. that's majority of people. Oh well, we know Coop because Coop don't ever speak in nobody birthday parties. <laughs> 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 I feel like everybody. I'm waiting for the day that Coop. I'm says, tired of acting like that's not weird. Coop, it's not weird to show your we don't appreciation speak for your at brothers. birthday parties like that. Yes, we do. Everybody else will get up, make a whole declaration. Coop be like, "I love you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Coop, that is not nerve-wracking. You never spoke at my birthday. What's up? Did you invite him? He's here every year. Co- the, no, no, no. Coop you don't ain't have, never. You ain't never spoke. Have Co- you ever Coop. done a? Uh, no, because I don't do that. You know what, Coop? <laughs> That's fine. Because Coop's birthday, I was a Super Bowl party. I'm gonna cut the TV off. <laughs> <laughs> I got some words. I want to recognize my brother. Do it that halftime. I'm gonna do it. No, no, no. I'm gonna do it. Fourth quarter. <laughs> Two minutes on the clock. Hey, can I get everybody's attention? <laughs> but the other, do it. the other thing that makes me nervous is heights. Like getting, having to get on like a anything that like a like a um, roller coaster. No, 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 not roller coaster. Because I feel like I'm secured. But if I'm on like a ladder or on the top of <laughs> on the top of a building, nah, bro. I'd Why would you be on top of the you Spider Man? <laughs> You want to be Spider Man so bad. (laughs) So glad you ain't Spider Man. Like a roof, bro. Like having to put put lights up or something like that. That stuff makes me nervous. But you have to put lights up often? It's only Christmas. (laughs) Judge, they hire somebody. You just asked what makes you nervous. I'm sorry, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm sorry. Did I I commit you for picturing people in their drawers? (laughs) (laughs) I probably shouldn't have told you. Nasty man. That's a bit embarrassing. (laughs) Start the Welcome to another episode of the Soundboard Podcast with your boy Dante and my co-host. This is Coop. 
What's up with it? It's your boy JJ. And this is episode 15. Yes, sir. Half of 30. Half of 30. I don't know why we that's can al- important. We can almost drive. We got our permit. <laughs> We're teenagers. Mm-hmm. And people probably hate us. Yeah. At this age, but we are here, guys, and we're so thankful that you are tapping into another episode of the Soundboard Podcast. Now, we, you know, how we always start the show off, we just want to know what has everybody been up to? JJ and I were expensive this past weekend. Come on. I, saw, I was jealous. Living we life were, different. We were expensive. Y'all were some baddies. We were some. <laughs> I, I was, saw y'all We in the, were in the sweet baddies Living the sweet life The sweet life of Dante <laughs> and JJ How'd y'all get up there? Sometimes you gotta do something I'm, I'm joking Do something strange uh, And nothing strange occurred <laughs> JJ, tell them, tell them about how expensive we were this weekend In fact, I don't even know if I could be talking to you, Coop Mmm Cook got invited though. He oh, did. Not too much. Did. Not too much. You did get invited. No, he on you know quarantine. I mean? He on yeah, quarantine yeah, first, yeah, baby. Yeah. But but yeah, bro. I don't. I no longer associate with broke people. Oh, that's good. Sometimes you get a taste of the good life. I'm glad I made it. <laughs> on the taste list. of the good life. Not and I just can't totally go back. Different. I was so brand new. But what did we do this weekend, JJ? Man, we went to the Cowboys game. We had a sweet, sweet life. This is the first time. My first time ever being in the suite for the Cowboys game. For any. Oh, you've never done that before. <laughs> Boy, you basic. Welcome. Nah, but but we were celebrating our frat brother. Yeah, Ehong. Uh-huh. He just uh, launched his new business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Econometrics, and um, we were there to celebrate. So it was a a good time with like family. So and he friends. bought out the whole suite. The bought whole, out the whole suite. suite. Big time. He different. The whole suite, bro. And it was an amazing experience because, bro, we 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 went we met up at his house because we had parking passes. And so we oh, you go parking too, bro. Right yes, up front, yes, bro. Up front. Did y'all have to pay for food in there? Pay, pay, pay. Who? Pay who? Pay who? Do baddies pay? <laughs> baddies don't pay. This we right. slay. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. We didn't hey, pay for that. Energy, all bro. Day that was day. the energy. Somebody came up to us and was like, "We were in this little standing standing room only section, just looking." This is before we walked up to the suite. Yeah. And the dude that worked there was like, "Excuse me, y'all can't y'all can't stay right here. This is a section where you can't be." And I was like, "Oh, excuse me, sir. We're good. We're actually in the suite." <laughs> Let him know he was trying to play us like we're yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even supposed to be down here. I don't even want to stand right now. Right. I downgraded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because our suite wasn't you ready. To be with the common folk. Right, right. Mm. Right. Stay in your lane, sir. <laughs> Before I have to talk to somebody about you. All right. So yeah, bro, we went to a suite. It was amazing, bro. We walked, we all had matching t-shirts to support the business. He gave us t-shirts. Mm. I wonder yeah. if I still get a t-shirt. Walking brands. He probably bro, you probably can get a t-shirt. Hit him up. Yeah, hit him up, bro. Hit, hit him up. up. Get a t-shirt, bro. But and it was just an amazing experience. That suite was nice though. I will tell y'all, I broke this whole plant-based diet. <laughs> Boy, JJ, I'm glad I we're ate, finally getting some honesty right, on the podcast. Everything in the <laughs> what suite. What you looking over here for? I ate everything in the suite. Mr. Waterman. <laughs> So that's the second thing. First thing, I ate everything in the suite. <clears throat> I think a couple episodes ago, Dante said, "Oh, I'm gonna just eat, drink water for the rest." Whoa, of the year. whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's Let not him do finish, this. Dante. You're cutting them off. We talked about we this. We talked about this. I'm sorry. Dante said, "I'm gonna drink water for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna set a small goal." I said, "I don't think that's a small goal, bro. I think it's a big goal." He said, "Oh, you don't think I can do it? You don't think I can make it through the end of the year?" <laughs> you sound just like us, crazy. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I said, I'm just saying, bro, you got a lot of things coming up. We got a trip for our 10 year. We got the holidays, which is in November. We're still in October. Mm-hmm. Dante didn't make it past the sweet life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just tell y'all. 
Things be sounding good till it's time to celebrate. Okay, one <laughs> thing about true. me, Facts. I'm gonna celebrate the people that matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so at one point we were trying to do a little toasty toast, mm-hmm. and I wasn't about to be the only person not toasting to this suite that I was in. First of all, you also got to do stuff where, you, where people take care of you. So if he mm. could say we toasted, that takes toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and so just we did, know there we wasn't water toast. in that toast. It wasn't. Mm. I'll tell the truth. Yeah, I, I had a little shot. Yeah, I had fun, man. My my weekend was way better. What'd you do? What's up? I finished the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> you had and a let me tell weekend. you. Cool. Let me tell you, it was phenomenal. But you, had you already finished the series? No, before? it was the first time I ever watched it. Oh, and I was emotional. Why? What? You cry? Did you cry? No, I don't do this. <laughs> cool. You Come on, look at me. <laughs> Wait, you, cry, you cry right Wait now. Why you see a tear? <laughs> I can't see it coming down my eye. <laughs> I gotta let the pod cry. Come on, <laughs> Jay Z in the making. But yeah, I finished that, and then I'm gonna watch the uh, movie, the New Jersey, New Saints in New Jersey. Okay, that sounds like a good weekend. It's probably y'all. I'm not probably a little better than y'all's. Boy, <laughs> all right, let's not cap <laughs> when people try to make up for yeah, it. Yeah, let's make it sweet. But you know what? I will say this: that entire experience made me really, really, bro. I I got home that night and I was laying in bed and I was like, bro, today was a really good day. Are you gonna be like, bro? <laughs> that's what's up. This is coop every day. That's what's Usually up. my nights be like. This is ghetto and I'm tired. <laughs> but I got home last night. I was on. I was on a high, bro. I was like, I was like, this is a really, really good day. And I want to shout Ekung out because everybody needs an Ekung in their life. Oh yeah. Everybody needs an Ekung in their yeah. life because I was just thinking about like, what should your friends do for you? And your friends should challenge you. Ekung challenges us mm-hmm. to be better. Mm-hmm. Your friends should always. Um, should always I feel like open your mind up to new things mm. bro that sweet life I don't know if Econ realizes this but that was more than a sweet like we were it was we an were experience. Literally, it was an experience and oh, we literally yeah. were joking like at the end of the day I was like I don't want to go back to the broke life right, right, right. <laughs> right. I was like I need to stay in the sweet but, life but, but, but you're a to, kept man now I'm a kept man <laughs> but I mean man. I know I know we're talking about like the the broke life and the high and the luxury life but the experience of the sweet was the fact that Econ brought everybody together like everybody that he rocks with yeah, right so it was like friends and family and it was just like good it was good energy right, 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 right. that's what makes the experience it, it made the experience bro and so you got to have people that that challenge you to be better you you got to have people um you got to have people that that expand your mind in all different areas right? right like it could be expanding your mind spiritually expanding you mentally physically emotionally you also got to have people that just like that just just is that why you be so Close to me, you be trying to. <laughs> Every time I talk to t- you, <coughs> I get dumber. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I'm joking, JJ. I'm joking. JJ is actually my spiritual advisor. Um, but yeah, man, it just it just really made me think about how how thankful I am for friends like Econ. Yeah. And, and if you don't have an Econ in your circle, you need to get one. Speaking of friends, I was just about to say that. <laughs> wow, he finished my sentence. Because we're friends. Yes. Speaking of friends, we have some new friends. What's oh, up? Yeah. Some new on, old friends on the pod. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I just want to. Some just old friends to, to us. Some new friends. To new y'all. friends yes. to y'all. Now this is the thing, guys. Let me tell you why this moment is so important one this is our first time ever having guests right. so they will go down in history of the soundboard podcast yeah 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 sound the alarm yeah, yeah, yeah. sound the alarm <laughs> they will go down in history 
as our first guest on the Soundboard Podcast. I also think this is amazing because we're going to look back on this episode five years from now. We're going to be in a different place. They're going to be in a different place. We'll be in our and 20s. we're going to have another. I'm sorry? I said we'll be in our 20s. Amen. Yep, 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 yep. And we'll be rich. Er, we'll be richer. 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 And we'll be able Richard. to listen to this podcast and we'll be able to talk about this moment. Yeah. Um, and this time we'll be talking about it in Tesla's. With, Come with, on. We speak it to existence. Please. Yes, with chains on. Imagine. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I feel a moving. <laughs> in oh, the with the spirit. And we're in the neighborhood circling the block. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We'll be able to talk about that. And so we have here. Who do we have? We have our friends, your new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cy and Drew from the On Notice Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're thankful that they're here. So, ladies, tell us about you guys. Tell us about the podcast. We want to know more about y'all. What's up? What's up, y'all? We are the On Notice Podcast. I'm Drew. And, and it's your girl, Cy. Ooh. <laughs> 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 you know the majority majority of the, the guys that follow our podcast yeah. is majority guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably didn't even as soon as they heard they were women. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me go find them. <laughs> you can follow us at Onus Brand. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> so tell us more about you guys. So you guys have a podcast. What do you all talk about? And tell us what was the vision behind the podcast. Yeah, so we launched in 2017, and we used to be roommates. And so our podcast started on our couch. Mm. And we felt like we were able to have conversations that we just weren't hearing in other spaces. Mm. Like, we felt like we were really getting to the heart of what we were looking for. We Mm. were giving this agenda. We were following certain steps and just not feeling fulfilled. And now we're just in a space where we want to live life as Christian millennials. And what does that mean to just be successful and and wealthy in mind and spirit and body and all of those things and so we hope that when you listen to our podcast you are put on notice and you learn a couple things i love it Mm. it. you know what i feel like when they were talking i feel like if if women were other women in the room they would have said yes 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 fulfilled it's giving fulfillment it's giving manifestation It's giving. <laughs> no, we're so glad. We're so glad. That's that y'all, y'all, y'all started kind of like, oh, well, y'all's relationship is like me and Coop. We yeah. Were, yeah, we was roommates. So. And and I slept on their couch. Yeah, yeah. we were all roommates. For, uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> and I slept on their couch for like a winter break. Yeah. So so we are all familiar with this territory. Now, we met up with we met up with Sai and Drew this past weekend. We went when we ate some vegan food at Delicious. Vegan Food House. You know, that's our spot. You know, that's our spot. We, we need to sponsor we, y'all. We Easily. always go without but this is when I knew this is when I knew they was gonna be cool so I I, I ventured out and ordered some I ain't never ordered before right mm-hmm. and Drew was like mm, I kind of was thinking about getting them shrimp and grits too <laughs> I was like yeah I'm gonna order them she said well you know if you order them can I just stick my fork in there <laughs> and just get a little tasty taste now I'm gonna be honest with you Olivia probably gonna listen to this and be like who you let dip oh, in your, your grits? Gr- dip in your grits. Because you know, normally, normally I'd be like, I, you know, normally I'll serve food. 
<laughs> normally I don't share food. That is against my religion. Uh, but this time I said, I said, you know, they're guests. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. We, we, co- we collaborate. Right, right, so right. So I said, we, you know what, girl, girl, I'll dip it in there. I, I knew, that's when <laughs> I knew we were. dip it in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like your fart in the grid. Okay. That's when I knew we were friends. All right. I knew we were friends then. I knew we were family she when she, she got a second school. <laughs> I knew she was family when we got a second school. So that was the first time we met. That was the first time I met personally Drew. Now, Cy, we've known each other since college. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like I've known her now probably for like close to 10 years. A decade. Y'all. Yeah, it's been That's like crazy. 10 years. And I've seen her grow into it just like beautiful yeah. young woman. You've seen the manifestation. The manifestation. The fulfillment. The fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Of the woman. I'll let a boat cool shot. Come on. <laughs> Told you he entered the room. Now, now ladies, y'all know y'all know on the podcast for the ladies, we always say we don't want to speak for y'all. Right. Okay. We're not getting we in y'all's business. We ain't, get, women's business. we ain't trying to get in we ain't in y'all business, okay? Now we got some women on the podcast. We're gonna be speaking for y'all today. They got some questions, we got some answers. They we got some we got some questions, they, they got, got some answers, okay? All right. Now this last episode, mm. oh y'all! First of all, anytime you start talking about money, oh people get interested, especially women. Oh yeah, there were people who especially had especially money and dating. Right. Oh yeah, there were people who had never tapped into the podcast. We we posted the flyer twenty one hours until the episode uh, uh. drops. Women was uh, hitting me in the DMs. I was getting eyes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this what we talking mm-hmm. about? Dating your way? Uh-huh. I need to. I need to listen to this. Yep, yep, yep. We know we Kevin Samuels. <laughs> 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 no, but it was. But I want to hear from you all. So we talked about this idea of dating your wage. We talked from a men's perspective, right? Did I tell y'all I paid one hundred sixty eight dollars? <laughs> Listen, you did. Okay, I just wanted to know. In I'm case that wasn't clear, right, right, I'm telling, right, it, right, I'm telling right. the rooftops. Right. Um, but I want to know where do you guys stand on the topic? And and let, let's go, Drew first. Let's go, side. I want to know where do you stand on dating your wage? Is that something you're willing to do, or you don't date broke men? Well, I'll first preface it with I work in education, so I feel like the standard is not. Like I'm not. I don't feel like I'm asking for too much. Mm, she's asking for everything. For a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a lot. I'm gonna pause. I have been successful in Dallas to like meet men who I would consider to be my equal in terms of okay. wages or mm-hmm. like earning more than than I do. So it hasn't been something that's been a topic of right. conversation. Mm-hmm. So when I sat back and thought about it instances where men are making less than me it's not about the dollar amount it's about like their spirit their hustle their oomph. i don't know mm. how to put anything to it baby. yeah and even if we do go to dinner and they they pick up the 168 dollar bill that's not <laughs> oh, oh, oh talk about it <laughs> Talk about it. Said, I don't like this at all. <laughs> hey guys, we want to thank Sai and Drew for coming on this episode. We're going to catch them later. <laughs> so I will say I'm not opposed to it. I'm okay. not opposed to it. But I find that there's, there has ten, there's been a correlation between just hustle, heart, and what a man is bringing to the table in terms of earnings. I will mm. not, I will not 
overlook a man if he's making less than me. I'm, I'm open to it because ultimately, like, if we come together, that's going to be more income than what I already have. So I'm open mm. to that. Okay. Okay. Me, I like it. The city girls are rolling in their grave <laughs> right now because that was not a city girl. I, I want to share a fun fact about Drew. What? She doesn't have handles on her car. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know. Why would you tell her business? She don't have handles. She don't have handles. So she don't. She is buttoned. (laughs) Buttoned open. Okay, so let's talk about it. We won't talk about it too long. That Mm. car, and I told you then, is a a gift. I'm in my 30s, and I have a father that bought me a car. Mm. That's a high standard to live up to. That's what I'm saying, fellas. Beware. That's why why it's nothing to pick up the $168 tab. (laughs) Oh, you I'm in. trying to get my girl right now. <laughs> it's not even that. Because last episode, I said that I, it, when the example that Coop gave mm. about um, a woman like a million dollars, I said you should still bring something to the table. Yes. Essentially, what you're saying. Yeah. No, that's not what you said. No, no, no. no. <laughs> JJ, JJ said, you no, JJ said, y'all broke. <laughs> and if your woman make it more than you, <laughs> you, need to, you need to step your cookies yeah. up. You need to bring something. You need to have value to add to the table. But it has to be money, though. It doesn't have to be money, but <laughs> where's your ambition, baby? Yeah, okay, it does have to be money. <laughs> so, hey, so, so do you believe that? Do you believe that I lack ambition? Ooh. Do you believe I lack ambition? No, I don't think y'all lack ambition. <laughs> I think y'all's priorities are different. So we don't want to be. <laughs> you know, y'all don't want to be successful. But so it doesn't matter. This ain't about me. I was about to this say, ain't you about me. It was a gift for my father, and I think that context is important. Right. Like I was raised to expect like a certain standard, and it like I could acknowledge that that might come off as like snobbish or uppity, and that's not my intent. That's not my heart. But just in terms of like what I'm used to, that would literally be like a culture shock to have to. Open a door with a handle. Let me turn. No, but you know what? But you know what? But I think that that is something. That's something. That that's something that a lot of men, and I'm not gonna lie, a lot of men probably would find. Um, not difficult, but it sounds like your dad has set an exceptional standard, mm. and that's a standard that a guy is going to have to meet. And so, if a guy doesn't come in, and not even from a monetary perspective, but if a guy doesn't come in and have that same hustle, then he probably ain't gonna be a guy that that you looking at, right? I mean, she prefaced it though. She said it wasn't a monetary. It wasn't monetary. Yeah. It's, said, monetary. It's, it's holistic. You gotta have more to add to the, more value to add. But I'm not gonna hold you and be like, oh no. I mean, like I, I am gonna consider it in the in the <laughs> grand. <laughs> I wanna thank you. Honest. Tell some truth, Drew. I'm gonna be honest. Right, right, Welcome right, right. to the truth with Drew. <laughs> <laughs> it is a factor, but not the only factor. It is not the only factor. Do I feel emotionally safe with you? Do I feel inspired by mm. you? Do I feel challenged by you? Is my mind open That's good. by you? Mm. That's good. Okay, now sliding on over to Miss Sai. <laughs> We know she went to SMU on the boulevard. Mm. So she has this particular standard okay. that she likes. So I, I want to ask you, uh, wage and dating, would you date a man who makes less than you? Is that a problem for you? It is not a problem to date a man who makes less than me. Personally, I'm not offended by that. There's not an issue with that. But usually, they don't like it. Mm. And so it's not... I literally had somebody say, and I'm, I'm a nice person. I am a kind person, but he called me superior. Because <laughs> you were making more money? Yeah. So that I think that goes into where people value hold money. 
how how much they value money. Yeah. Like, right. they, so to me, that's a messed up mindset because if he had more money than you, he was saying he's, he's superior. superior. I mean, talk about it. Because... So I think that goes to his mindset. Mm. So. So he said you were superior because you had money. Mm-hmm. Now out out of that, he was a nice guy, cool guy, but that was his 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 thing when it came to that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and he couldn't deal with it, and he oh. could not deal with it, and he stopped talking to me. Wow, Has, is that is that like a one off situation, or has that been the case multiple I mean, times? And you know, maybe it, maybe this speaks more of me and less of these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we really ain't got past two dates, <laughs> but I just thought that was because they were broke. I think there's often a thing about intimidation, and like I've had people say, like, "Don't use big words around me." And wow. men, act, men out here like this. Yeah, they said, "Don't use big don't words. use big words about me," and like, "I don't care about your degrees." Like, this just dang. It's just well, those lot. men don't listen to this podcast. No, that's, that's, not, that's not our we don't. Demo. That's not our that's, demo. Yeah, 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 that's not our demo. Okay, so I so I want to share something with you guys. We were in because um, this is one of the things that I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. That is kind of difficult for me. I'm like shifting my mindset about. Mm-hmm. And Olivia and I did a. Um, we did like a not an assignment, but like we did this. What do y'all call it? But not an assignment, but like a exercise. A exercise. Exercise. We didn't exercise, and um, <clears throat> because we're in we're in couples therapy, we're in couples therapy, just trying to grow, mm-hmm. just do better. That's what's up. And he had us write down what, how would we define a provider? He asked, "How would you define a provider?" And it was crazy because all the things that I put down were mostly financial. Mm-hmm. He provides financially. He takes care of the family. He <laughs> is the backbone of the family. And all the things that Olivia stated was like, you know, he provides emotional support. He is there physically. He's there, you know, like all these different things. And it was crazy to see and hear how different they sounded because one of the things for me is just trying to find that balance because for i equate a lot of things to money right and so a lot of men do yeah we equate a lot of things to money and we equate value to money so a guy telling you that your superior says more about him and how he sees himself than how than you per se Good. Right, um, I hope. <laughs> that's, that's very. Interesting. I hope, but it, but I I, I want to know from you guys how would y'all define a provider? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to hear from I want to hear from Coop. I want to hear from JJ, and I want to hear from Sai and Drew because I think this is a challenge that most people need because until you really get your thoughts out, you don't even really think about this. So for me, I think that um, it's a partnership. We're a team, right? Okay. So I provide what what's ever needed. I'm blessed that my wife is a baller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like financially she doesn't need me to provide anything. Right. So I provide other things, safety, you know, be like when she's in a a tough spot, I'm I try to help her guide her through it or right. you know, I try to be strong for for whatever situation. That's why that man don't cry. <laughs> you're a real king you're a real provider JJ what about you real kings don't cry they do no I cry all the time but I'm just saying <laughs> I don't cry in public okay yeah we, we all cry silently um, so I want to know so JJ and then let's let's go to the ladies because I want to get what their definition of provider is I think a provider is somebody who um, can find solutions and somebody who can figure it out mm-hmm. and that is in whatever capacity that looks like so mm-hmm. if it's at the time it's, it's finance there's, to Coop's point if there's a need financially you figure out a way to get to, to meet that need. So 
if your woman is the breadwinner and you're not the breadwinner and something happens, then as then you as a provider should be able to figure out how do you mm-hmm. how do you now provide in this area of finances. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I think you should a man should always be able to provide that emotional security, emotional mm-hmm. support for a woman. I think that he should also be able to provide foundation for you to build off of like that there should be principles and there should be values right which you right you establish this relationship that y'all are on essentially you have to be the head and you have to be able to direct and lead right mm-hmm. and you have to have vision mm. yeah okay okay ladies i'm gonna throw it back to you though before you go to them because okay. i think it's interesting that in the exercise you said that all the things that you put down for a provider was financial mm-hmm. but you also said you don't have an issue with the woman who makes more than you, but but you're defining a provider as somebody who's financially able to provide. Yeah, but that's one of the things that I struggle with because it's not necessarily I don't. So this is the thing. At one point, Olivia and I made closer together, right. monetary wise. <clears throat> there wasn't that much of a big gap, <clears throat> and this is how you know life exposes you because at first it wasn't as much of a problem. Right. My baby bossed up real quick and I wasn't prepared. As she should. She bossed up and I had not bossed. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or upped. <laughs> I was stuck. <laughs> and um and then I started to realize that it became more of a problem for me. Cause at first it's like, okay, we kinda, you know what I'm saying, kinda even in totally different industries, like her industry naturally naturally pays more than mine, but that started to mm. expose something for me, which is a value thing, right? right? So if if I'm placing such a value on money and I don't make no money, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing myself as unworthy, not right. good enough, yeah, yeah, you know, in, in these in these different areas. And so that's something that I'm working through. And that was the whole point of the exercise for him, for me to understand, like, it's not that important because Olivia feels the, this way. Mm. So let's let's throw it to the ladies. What how do you define a provider? And then I want to know what pisses y'all off about men <laughs> and why they can't see it, because this is the thing, because I know y'all have, I know y'all have stories that y'all can talk about you don't have to get specific but i know y'all have had times where like you want you know what a provider is and oftentimes men try to tell you what they think you should think or what they Ooh. think you should you should find that value man explaining right right so i want to know from y'all what does a provider look like for y'all and then why these men just can't see that mm. yeah. as always i want to be transparent and say like my my definition of a provider has evolved as I've just grown and um, my mind has been just expanded. And I think just learning more about grace and and just also how America is set up and just having grace for black men. But mm. yeah. come on, yes! come on, give us grace. <laughs> this is a queen. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, because just to be Anytime. You want some more shrimp and grits? <laughs> you want to thank you? I think for me, just doing this life as a black woman and just wearing so many hats in my family and friend groups and pouring and pouring, like what I look for in a man is just like to be able to come and just like take a Release. deep side. Mm. To like breathe. a safe space. Yes. yes. To peel off all of the layers and be like fully seen and fully known and fully desired. Mm. Um, so I, I think it's it's safety. It's providing mm. a, a space of emotional safety where I don't have to hold it all together or I don't feel like I'm too much or too emotional or too this or too that. Mm. 
And then to also, you know, see, I feel like I, I bring a lot to the table. I try to learn, I try to grow in the areas where I see deficits, but to be able to like see something in me and, and want to refine that, to be curious mm-hmm. enough about me to want to bring out the best in me. I think that's, that's provision, that's protection, like wrapped in one. Um, and, I, and when we talk about finances, like all of that, like really does feel secondary to me mm. in a sense of, of providing and protecting. I think mm. that has a lot to do with the fact that like black women have been taking care of themselves for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And that's, we don't necessarily that's that's need that's y'all's money. Like we have made our own money. Thank you. And so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to give. <laughs> But we do have to walk around in this world and be very strong and be very the leaders in a lot of spaces. And so we want to come home and not have to be that person. You talk about being submissive. Men love to talk about how they want a submissive woman. But you have to have direction for me to say to you. You need to know where you want to go. It's not about money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they don't want to talk about that. (laughs) I'm one of the ones who don't want to talk about it. (laughs) And I think, you know, a real, a real woman, I don't think, has any problem being submissive to a man who has a direction. Yeah. Whether he has a lot of money or not. If he knows where he wants to go and is ready to refine in you those things that matter because he sees you, then you will be ready to, to do that with him. Follow him anywhere. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. You gotta be feeling pretty good right now, Dante. <laughs> and, and Are I, you refining our queen on the governor? And I feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... I'm sorry, JJ. I was going to say, you talked about submission. I think that's a big thing when it comes to relationships. Especially, this gets thrown out there all the time. Like, oh, men, yeah. men have an issue with, with women submitting, and women have an issue with the word submission, yeah. things like that. But I feel like that is from a general sense because it has been um, perverted. Perverted. Mm-hmm. In, in a, a perverted abuse in a relationship. And I feel like from a relationship standpoint, my belief, you know, a man should be submitted to God. So if you're submitted to God, ain't no problem. Then you babe. can, then a woman can submit to you. Yeah. Because ultimately, all of that, all your source is the person who you get everything from. And he's mm. gonna want the best for you. So there's no reason not to submit if he's really submitted to God. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem with y'all. Y'all <laughs> submitted to the club. Ooh, to mm. the culture. Y'all submitted to the culture. Y'all submitted to Henny. <laughs> Do say. <laughs> Y'all submitted to these streets, to these ex- these other women and not exclusivity. <laughs> Who is your lord? <laughs> Do you know our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> no, but that's good. And so I want to know from y'all because oftentimes when we talk about leadership, mm. right? We talk about leadership. Like I know that there are some areas of leadership that I am deficient in. And in this season, I am working to be more, you know, efficient in those in those things. I want to know from the ladies, what is an area that you've seen while y'all are out here navigating this space uh, with these these men? What is an area of leadership or lack thereof that kind of upsets you about men? Is there a specific thing? So I'll give one of my things that I think, um, much like <laughs> JJ mentioned, um, I be doing a whole bunch of talking sometimes and don't be following through. Yes. That is not... A- <laughs> he was out of it. No, I, was, I feel okay, you. Okay, I was going to say, hold on. 
2019. Oh, okay. was saying he agrees. 2019, <laughs> that was my whole New Year's resolution was to follow through. No, and so, and that's one of the things that I'm realizing about myself. I make a lot of declarations, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily follow through. So if we're looking at it from a leadership perspective, right. no woman would want to follow no. a man. Baby, please stay with me. <laughs> I'm working. No woman would want to follow a man who talks a good game but doesn't walk that game out. And so, uh, leadership, What what is it the thing that either you need most or the thing that frustrates you about men that you've seen or experienced, ladies? Because I want to know. We want to know. Because we all out here trying to be better leaders, right, fellas? Yeah. You're trying to be better leaders? Women can lead, too. No, they can't. It ain't talking about that, man. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. You're just clearing it up. I'm just making sure. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying from a relationship perspective. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Like, if you're talking about a man being submitted to God and then him leading his home, Mm -hmm. what are some areas that y'all think men could work on in terms of leadership? Be easy on us. But tell the truth. Mm, The first thing that comes to mind, and I'm just going to go with it, is just this idea of selfishness in men and, and like, an inability to see it sometimes. Yeah. Um, So just... Like putting self, putting priorities, putting, you know, if if a man wants to be hot, if a man wants to be cold and doesn't really like consider how that might impact other people around him or, um, yeah, I think, I think it's frustrating to not be considered sometimes. Mm, Y'all like her Katy Perry. You think that's a a pride issue? That's exactly what I was going to say was mine. Go ahead and say, go ahead, I think the thing that bothers me the most is the pride. Like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to apologize. And when you model that, then I oh, know that, that it's okay for I me to do that. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, and then I know that if I have children with you, that you will model that for our children. Right. And that they will be apologetic when they know they did wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't pretend like you don't see. Just say sorry. It's okay. We can say sorry, right? That's a good point. Coop and Dante, do y'all, have a, do y'all have an issue or do y'all have a... Is it hard for y'all to say sorry? Not now. No. Actually, I say sorry first. You say, I'll say you, sorry. You say that you're I'll probably overstate. I'll right. probably overstate it, even yeah. when I'm not sorry. Oh, come I'll on. be like, because this is the thing. I'll be faking it sometimes. Be, I'm I not be, gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be trying to get to the. I'll be trying to get to the. Get to, the to the peace. To the peace. Yep. I'm sorry. What? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. For what? I did. Whatever. Existing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. Breathing too heavy. Whatever I did. Mm. But no. But no. But. I, that's one of the things that I don't necessarily um, struggle with. No, I will bro, say I'm sorry. That's one of the things I'm deficient on. Really? You don't say sorry? Nah, bro. What am I sorry for? Would you and rather? That's how a lot of men are. What is that about? And it's not that I'm not necessarily. So I think it's the way in which I say sorry, right? Because I'll be like, <laughs> I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, right, or something like that. I'm not. A, but I'm I meant not, what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I know. I say sorry like that. Do Maybe I do have so, so for for y'all then, ladies, is that an apology? No. I'm well, sorry you took it like that. I'm sorry you took it like so that. So how do you so okay, so if I mean what I said and it hurt your feelings, do I need to apologize for hurting your feelings? Or do you just need to have your hurt feelings? <laughs> That's Cause, a real question. Cause cause when did you least say I said what I said? I'm saying if I'm being if I'm being completely honest. What if, I can't think of a situation off the top that I'm going to share. But, <laughs> but if I'm being completely honest with you about something and it hurts your feelings, do I need to apologize for that? Or is that something that you need to deal with? There's a lot to unpack there. Okay. I think, I think delivery is one. Like the, okay. the spirit in which whatever you're communicating right. is delivered. Um, but then I think there is also sometimes an ability to see oneself. Like you might feel justified in what you right. said, but then it's like... 
is what you said just because you feel justified in it is it life-giving is it right is it true mm, okay or do you just feel justified um true, I, we I, don't I, go that deep <laughs> <laughs> i say what i say <laughs> but i feel what you're saying i feel what you're saying <laughs> I, I feel like we need to work. I on feel that. like women do that a lot too. Like women don't be they, saying I'm sorry. I feel like they say their feelings, even though it might not be accurate. All feelings are accurate. This is true. If, however, I feel is how yeah, I feel. You can't do true. anything about that. Therapy did teach me that. So I don't have to say I'm sorry. Is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's about having a conversation around it. So okay. it's like you, I recognize that what you have done has hurt me. Yeah. Mm. Now, but but, it, but me to... saying I'm sorry for hurting your feelings is recognizing that. So I think that's when we talk about like tone and attitude and the way that you went and did it. <laughs> and like, oh, and that's, okay, that's also like, very vague. You know, I'm sorry about that. Mm, I just I didn't like how you said uh, it. JJ, JJ, do this. JJ, <laughs> go in the room. Hey, sorry about what I said earlier. <laughs> you hungry? Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> apologize like a man. Mm. Hey, babe. Uh, I bought the uh, favorite dessert you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's some flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's good. That's good because because uh, I, I will say I do apologize like that. I'll be like, you know, I'll be like, you know, strip. I'm sorry. Um, maybe in my tone and how I said it, but like I very well meant what I said. Like I meant what I said, but I'm sorry about you know how I presented it. I could have presented it better. Maybe I could have you know talked less passionately or something like that. So I will I will say that. And okay. I know when I apologize, I'm always I always try to it's not giving an excuse. I try to tell them what was going through my mind when I That's acted good. that way. That's actually like good. I did I think I acted that way because of I was angry at myself and then you called me out and now I'm pissed. <laughs> so these are real apologies. I just want to acknowledge that, like, what you guys are talking about now, like, these are actually getting to the way of, like, an actual apology. That's mm. fine. Okay. But when you just say, like, I'm sorry you feel like that, that <laughs> says to me that, like, I don't care what you're going through and mm. I'm right. Goodbye. Mm. End okay. of story. Mm, that's so, how I used to apologize. So that's what you mean, like, having a conversation around yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's Talk valid. about this a little bit. Okay, dialogue. Mm. That's good. That's, that's good. good. So we were when we were at um, lunch, we were talking about this idea of just men's emotional availability. Mm. Women love talking about emotions. <laughs> emotions, emotions, emotions. <laughs> and so I wanted to ask y'all, what did y'all mean by that? Uh, specifically men's emotional availability what is that how, what did you guys mean by that because how how can we provide some insight what little insight we have to the conversation okay so I did some, <laughs> I took some time to think about it so in my interactions with men one is a man says that he's he's open to dating to marriage to pursuing but like the daily interaction is W-Y-D, question mark, what are you doing? Mm. It's always about my schedule. Do you want to know me at a deeper level? Are you curious about me? That's one. Two is... Let me write this down. There's a list. Hold on, hold on. I have three, so just Let go me, ahead and... Look, because you know, I'm good, I'm, good, I'm good for Texas Trio. How your day going? Right, right. <laughs> Repeat one one more time for me. <laughs> Not look, look, take it slow, take it slow. W-Y-D. W-Y-D. Yes, y'all keep rocking with them because they are taking notes. The second is like, I feel like now that we're in our, our 30s, like men constantly wanting to smash all the time. Like, are we not beyond that? Oh. Or if I'm like very upfront with this is what I want. This is mm-hmm. this is the path that I'm on. Right, 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 right. 
No smash. That right, no, right, right, right. No, no smash. No smash. No X, smash. X, X. No smash. Okay, okay. okay. Capital smash. Okay, it's a no for me. Got it. <laughs> Okay. The third one, third one, if you're gonna round out your list, yes. yes, let me round that out. It's oh, just yeah. being left in this space of is he into me? Is he not into me? I think he likes me. Mixed signals, hey, be careful. She says she don't like people who don't like big words. So, I think mixed signals goes back to one of our conversations we had about being intentional or being, um. No more direct about what you want, right? Because we talk about passive men and how men yes. have a tend to be passive. Even us, even men who are intern, like who are really, really trying, still tend to be to be passive. And so you, so let let let's break these down. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's side, the list. Side, do you that's have anything really, to add? honestly, my sis got it. Okay. okay. Do you agree with said list? I do agree with said list, and I would just you want to add a number four. You know? <laughs> let me see. Number four. Number four. Number four. Don't say no. Not this is not a don't. This is just like a be self aware and reflective enough mm-hmm. to like bring your true self to the space. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Recognize who you are. Y'all don't want true self. I do. If you're just yourself in the beginning, then there's no there's no questions. There's can't no do that. Yeah, no, I can't not? do that, baby. Because then you leave. Oh, <laughs> Everybody's fake until like the first year or so. Right. Year. Right. Yes. You don't really know somebody for a year. People be faking it for a year. You Um, think think longer? That's hard work. Less, Less, bro. It's hard to fake Mm. it for like six months, bro. It's hard to fake it for one month. I ain't got the time. If you're faking it for a year, you're probably faking it in all areas of life. Mm. And she's probably faking it too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Go back. (laughs) Goes back to point number two. No smashing. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so. Okay, no WYD. We already know that's annoying. Right. Like, come on, even the fellas know this. Like, if we if we had a um, if we had a, a a a big address, y'all know this by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't be hitting women with the WYD. Half Unless the time you they're know working. What they're doing? Right. <laughs> the, actually, I seen on Instagram they said, "Don't ask me what am I doing. Tell me to be dressed mm. at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Do it." <laughs> Okay, so I, so the no smashing thing. You're you're saying that you have a are men not upfront about that, or do they they fake the funk at first and they yeah. like you know what I ain't really on that. Oh yeah. Like are you're not really trying to get to know me at all? Like this is just like a couple. You got to hit the threshold of a, a few conversations or uh-huh. you know a date or whatnot before it's like okay. Now, so now we ask. got this out of yeah. the way. Like okay. Then spin it. Spin enough. Right, 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 right. After I've already been upfront about it, and it's just kind of like, is there. Is there any more to you? Is there any more to this? Mm. I think it's just tough for us to answer. <laughs> well, so for me, like one and two kind of blend together. Because mm-hmm. like, it's really about intentionality. And for me personally, if I'm dating, I'm dating with intentionality, right? So I'm trying to get to know you on a deeper level. I don't really care what you're doing. I'm trying to figure out who you are, mm-hmm. right? Like the questions that I'm asking or the conversation that we're having, the discourse that we're having is for in order for me to get to know you on a deeper level. I want to get to know you in situations. I want to get to know your environment. I want to get to know you behind like what you see. Because to Dante's point, people be presenting Mm -hmm. like a a fake version of themselves at the beginning. Let's let's get behind that. Let's let's peel back some of them layers. So I think like if it goes to somebody a dude is always wanting to smash, that shows you where he's standing kind of in a relationship up front. He may not explicitly say it, but 
implicitly he's like yo so that you would say that's a red flag yeah uh, maybe that's a yellow flag yellow flag yeah, yeah, yeah. So i wouldn't say i would be an alert yeah be on alert okay so i guess the so i drive I guess, slow oh, drive slow yeah what were you gonna say sir no i was just wondering if that's like read the room and walk away yeah for sure because I, I mean this is the thing i i feel like i guess it's what it, what does he do is he like you know, I'm gonna come over tonight and pray with you, and then, <laughs> and then and once you're in a vulnerable position, he's like, he got, he "I'm up, ready." <laughs> he pulls up with his sweatpants right. on. <laughs> like, I guess I need to. I guess I need to. I, I need to know like context. So it. So for a lot of men, and actually, I was having this conversation with a group of guys, and um, one of the guys was expressing that he had um, he was upset because he had started dating a woman. And she didn't want to have sex. And and he says that that's something that she should have mentioned earlier earlier on. Facts. We challenged him and was like, <laughs> are you sure she didn't mention it? Okay. Because to him, and I don't know, you know, a lot of times dudes be leaving out. He's like, no, bro, she did not mention it until I tried. <laughs> so, so I guess why didn't he, why wasn't he upfront about what he wanted to so he's is he saying like he, he was dating her and then sex is part of dating for that him? That is for him. That is, it is a it is a big part. that can be awkward for her to be like I don't have sex. Like yeah, when he, he said they pro- went, he said they had went on a couple of dates and he says that she did not share that. I, I feel like if y'all can correct me because y'all are here. Oh, yeah. I feel like look at me. <laughs> but I feel like I see feel like, we still we still in the room. I'm saying this for y'all's affirmation or not? Okay. But I feel like. Women most of the time don't want to bring it up because they've experienced rejection from that immediately. Immediately, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Like there's no, there's not even an opportunity after that to be able to like to try to get to know somebody. Yeah, I I've experienced both ways where men's like, mm, no, nah, I'm out. But then I'm I've also at this point in my life, if you are going to be out, like go ahead and please, like, right? Let's, let's get straight to it and right. understand like what's up and what's down. I think in in this particular situation that I'm talking about, I might be dealing with a man who's like, yeah, I'm okay with that, I'm cool with that, and then they take it as a challenge, right? As like you can convince me, like, like oh, what are we? Ass, what are we? Sixteen? <laughs> oh, we're playing that I game. Said what I said. <laughs> Let me see game. if she holds up to Squid this game. <laughs> You're stupid, <laughs> Squid Game. No, but that that is. I can believe that because I, I definitely can believe that this is a challenge. She doesn't really mean that. Mm-hmm. See, this is what y'all be talking and, for like, with. And I think there's talking. a lot of things about the fact that when you say that kind of thing, they're like, "Well, have you had sex before?" That doesn't mean anything. This is true, right? They, right. They, that immediately they're like, "Okay, so this is a challenge." So she's had sex before, but she doesn't want to have sex right now. Okay, we go see what we can do. Absolutely not. Step back. This is where I think that the intentionality comes. Like, what are, what are y'all dating for? What's the purpose? Like, it could be the purpose could be to smash, or the purpose could be to I really want to get to know you so I can get so we can get married. So I think with the intentionality, there has to be like those questions of beyond what you're doing establishes value. You can see that right? without especially having like, to see it. What is what's, what is your intent behind everything? Like, I'm, when I'm trying to get to know you, I'm trying to figure out what are your values and your principles. How are you living life? What's your paradigm? That will tell me that will tell me or that will tell y'all Drew said I ain't never heard no man say paradigm okay. <laughs> she said I ain't never heard no man say paradigm oh oh I mean I think that goes to the fact that so essentially JJ's saying we're dating people who are not intentional and it's our own fault 
No, 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 it's not no, 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 no. I'm saying no, intentionality. No. Look at you. Goes, you <laughs> is it my fault? No, no, no. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying that goes, that goes both ways. Like both parties have to be intentional. If you're intentional and he's not intentional, you're gonna pay attention to the red flag up front. If he's intentional and you're not intentional, he's gonna pay attention to the red flag. So up front. these are essential. These are essentially the red flags. Like these are the flags. We're gonna say the yellow, yellow flags, yellow lights. What you doing? What <laughs> you light. doing? The the Ew. attempting to smash or left in ambigu- ambiguity. Still working on it. I can <laughs> say it, y'all. I promise. Ambiguity. Yeah, Very good. Go. And um and being self aware. I would say these are the flags themselves. The flags of a man who's emotionally unavailable. Ooh. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's fair. I, 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 think, I think that's, that's fair. fair. I think that's fair. And so I, I want to know from the ladies. How does it? I sound like my therapist. <laughs> when a ladies. man, when a man leaves you in ambiguity, how does that impact you? Because y'all said earlier that we, the biggest issue with men is we're not self-aware of how our actions impact y'all. So for y'all, for the knuckleheads listening, I want to know how does that impact you? You don't have to give us like a specific uh, story or whatever, but. Tell us about the 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 feelings behind it. How does it impact you when a man leaves you uh, in a in a just kind of open space? And yeah, it depends on the space that I'm in mentally. Like how level am I? How emotionally regulated am I? Um, because it can take me to a space where I'm feeling like something's wrong with me. Like I'm inadequate. I'm missing something. Or wow. it can take me back to my BC days where I tried to like convince a man that I'm BC. BC. It's a game for you. It's a game for me. Put me in, coach. My wow. BC days where I'm either trying to convince you that I'm I'm worthy of your love and your affection, or mm. I'm going to do something like self sabotaging and slide back into an old DM or mm. inbox or whatever that I'm not supposed to be in. So it really, like, it really has a lot to do with where I am in that point. Wow. And time. There's and dudes out here that's real. moving reckless. And these women just out here going through it. Sai, how you feel? Oh, this doesn't hit Sai hard. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, honestly, it's just about me being able to be in a good emotional space. Right. So you can't leave me in an ambiguous, ambiguous. Now I'm acting like you over here. It just lets me know that like you're not really about it. You're gonna say a lot of nice things, but ultimately you're gonna keep leaving me in this gray area. And the longer, and either I'm gonna let you, and it's gonna be fine, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna keep living in this gray area, or I'm gonna have to cut it off. But you're not gonna be the one to do that. And it just mm-hmm. points back to just like be a leader, be a man, like just own it. I don't know. Yeah, that's real. Wow, that's real. appreciate y'all's transparency. Yeah, my takeaway is that men need to allow more grace, too. Right, like because. If that is if that's how y'all have felt through um, those experiences, then men have to come to the table recognizing that that could possibly be your situation. Right. And so, naturally, life is going to tell you to put your defenses up, to put your guard up. So you're going to respond certain type of ways. So like, just because maybe you feel some type of way or th- your experience has taught you that you don't have the emotional, uh, well, that men don't have the emotional availability. So men need to have more grace with that emotional side of things. Right. Right. No, that's good, man. I think that's just it's just crazy to me because I think a lot of times and just from the male and uh, female perspective and especially black males and black females, you can be going through this and going through this whole dating and not really be thinking about how your actions impact other 
people, how your words impact other people. Mm-hmm. It just it just blows it blows my mind. So we were having a conversation um, in regards to dating, right? And um, y'all know my story. Olivia and I have been dating. We've been dating for a while. There were some moments where we broke up for a while, uh, for years. Uh, but we are back together now. And we were having a conversation about just our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I think one of the biggest things that um, is a hindrance for us in this season, or it's impacted us in this season, is the fact that we were so public about our relationship in the beginning mm-hmm. and now I think that's biting us in the butt. And when I say public, like when we first dated, bro, like woman crush, it's actually sickening to think about <laughs> it now, bro. Like woman crush Wednesday, uh, man crush Monday, always with the post. It was a lot. But what happens is when you date publicly, it puts you guys on that pedestal and people don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And so what ends up happening is people start to speak their opinions about your relationship. Now, let me be, let me preface this with, with this, my next statement. So I told her that I said, you know, moving forward, I I don't necessarily want us to be in the forefront of of everybody. Cause let's be real. Everybody done seen somebody Instagram page and you like, I ain't seen them post so and so in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. go scrolling through them pictures and be like, mm, they gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause we've also said, don't be having us, don't be having us uh all in y'all business during the good times, but then shut us out during the breakup. <laughs> it's our breakup too. Okay? We were invested. We invested. Y'all was just y'all was just in Santorini. And now Santorini. Y'all, y'all pictures is gone. I wanna know. And so I told Strip, I said, moving forward, I don't wanna post the our relationship, you know, like that on social media because, you know, I, I don't want people to be in our business anymore. And uh, and she, you know, my baby was kind of like, well, you know what that means? Like, why would you not? If we're mm-hmm. happy, like, I want to post those things. Right. And um, and so I just want to get the ladies' opinions about that. Now, let me be clear. This ain't for them da- dudes that y'all date who just hide y'all because he got another girl. <laughs> All right? We ain't talking about them type of dudes. Salute. Okay? <laughs> get out. We, we ain't talking about them type of dudes. We talking about, is it a problem for y'all if a man says... Yes, I want to date you, but I want to do it privately and not publicly. What does that say to y'all? I think there is probably a space where I would have been highly suspicious of that. Mm. Um, however, at this point in my life, I do want I want a relationship that works. And so if it needs to be a private relationship... Uh, now, once we're married, I think there's a different story. Right, right, right. If you right, still right. aren't posting me and we're married, I you You're probably cheap. have a... <laughs> Um, but as a dating space it's really easy for people to be in your business i'm single and people are in my business on my instagram so of course they're gonna be in your business when you have a relationship right right. so i get that i'm not mad at it okay so i said we ain't gonna see nobody no time soon on that ig you sure won't respect close friends (laughs) she be putting on her friends close friends close friends but also it's like you unless you are my husband there's no reason for you to be on my ig do you married. have another man on the side? <laughs> Let's be clear. Some of y'all ain't. <laughs> Push the mic away. <laughs> right. Right. Some of y'all be over here. Well, girl, I'm single, so I date whoever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been single for years, 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 years. 
So, man, we need to read the pray. <laughs> she said, yeah, yes, all the prayer warriors. <laughs> Squad oh. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, babe, we sorry. <laughs> but I, I have decided, like, I want to, like, I don't want to make anything public until, like, I'm engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to eat Sarayas? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a high for that. Like you want to Issa Rae? Yeah. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, Issa Rae literally popped up Mary. and was like, had a photo shoot in a Vera Wang dress. She was like, and it's crazy because my best friends came dressed the same. That's awkward. <laughs> and she said, and I took a photo with somebody's husband. And nice. the internet went crazy because half the people were like, whoa, didn't even know you were dating. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know you were seriously dating. Mm-hmm. And now you just popped up married. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just crazy. But a lot of women would a lot of women would say, yo, I want I want to be on your IG. You're not about to keep me, you're not about to have me private. So it depends also on like how much you're post so A, I want my relationship to be private because I want it to work. But if you are that person who's posting everything on your social media and then you're posting like like the the, 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 <laughs> the rich. Uh, the food. Yeah. I definitely be seeing uh, two walk. glasses and two plates on some of y'all IGs. A uh, forearm tattoo and a Rolex. Don't, <laughs> don't be suspicious. That's all. That's all. Mm, I'm That's just all. saying. I'll be seeing some of y'all take a whole trip. So I'm like, who taking them photos? Who's taking the picture? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, I I, I want to I, I think that's I think that's good, fellas. How do y'all feel about that, Coop? I know. Well, I wanted to know from Drew, like, what's your reason for wanting oh, yeah, to yeah, be private sorry. until you're married, mm. or are you say married or engaged? Engaged. Engaged. engaged okay. Yeah. She want to pop up with the ring, like back out. I'm <laughs> off the market. Uh, my rationale, I think I've I've had very public relationships before that have ended badly, or like mm. one I've been embarrassed. Two, I've been like beaten, like, and we won't get too deep on this mm-hmm. podcast, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like I, I want to protect something for that's real. for myself, that's real. and ensure that like my my whole reason for even being in the relationship it's is the right is for the right reasons. Like I found in the past, like it, it really was for other people, for the aesthetics, how it mm-hmm. looked, but like who is this for? This is for me. I want to nurture it. I want to protect it, just like I would. Like a, like a baby. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're growing this thing from yeah. scratch. It's mm. precious. That's dope. That's good. It is. That's good. Cool, JJ. Um, I don't know. I've always posted, but like I said, I've dated Keon since I was twenty. So since IG was wasn't a thing, and you was <laughs> and you were sipping hard. This girl's gonna be my wife I think one I day. Po- I post a lot of the stuff that I'm proud of. I'm proud of my wife. I've been proud of her. So I post her. So I can't. <laughs> so it's giving but it's, it's, giving, it's giving proud hug. <laughs> but like I can understand if I, I could see if it ended badly and I have to delete my whole IG page not wanting to go through right, that again. All the pictures gone. So I could I can understand that. Okay. JJ, how you feel? I um I've had public relationships in the past. And in those relationships, I feel like people are always a part of your business. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I'm more private now. So I feel like, especially in a relationship, in dating stages, before you're married or anything, um, that's an opportunity for y'all two to get to know each other. Right. And y'all two to get to know each other on the most intimate level possible without all these outside influences. Right. And opinions. 
and opinions of people who are trying to speak over your life that don't necessarily pour into your life. Mm. Right? So it's like, because once people find out about relationships, people want to, they got all kind of comments, all kind Goals. of. Goals. Right? And so, so some of that, you got to, I feel like you have to put up boundaries to protect your right. relationship and to protect your peace. And I don't think it's for everybody's business. The people right. who know need to know. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and it's easier to like build that foundation, right? It's easy to build that foundation when nobody sees it cuz a lot of people out here doing it for the gram and the foundation sh- just shaky. Mm. Yeah, out here building on a uh, quicksand. Right, 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 uh, right. But it's but they're so public about their relationship and and I'm be honest, I've seen I've literally seen girls it'll be one dude and then a couple months later it's a whole new one and I'm like Y'all gotta quit posting them, babe. <laughs> and I've seen dudes do it too. I've I've seen dudes do it too. That sucks though, cause I just I enjoy going back. If I go through my IG, I can see me and Cal's growth. And I think that's dope. you're allowed just, to take pictures. Just keep them pictures in the, in <laughs> right. the, in the How photos. often do you go through your phone through your photos? And your oh, I go phone? through them a lot. Oh, I never go through. But my that's phone. probably because I don't post on IG like that. Okay. <laughs> JJ just be going through his camera roll. <laughs> I do. Especially, especially like my story. Like now that your story is kept, it pops up, memory pops up. I think that's dope. But so I think it sucks that um y'all feel that way. So <laughs> it, don't, it don't suck for me. Like it's not a it's not, I don't feel like there's anything I'm losing out on. And context is key for everything. Like you were in this a whole marriage. It's solid. Yeah, I guess. I can't stand <laughs> I can't stand Coupo happy. <laughs> You got different problems. Right. But you know what? I think this is a great question for our soundboard community. Mm. You know, we post the question. Shout out to y'all. Right. Two weeks. Y'all been intentional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been lit in the it's, comments. It's been lit in the comments. We love to see it. I want to know, in your relationship, are, would you be okay if your significant other did not want to post you? Is it about being public or being private? So that's going to be the question this week. Would you be upset if your significant other did not post you on social media? Would you be okay if it was public or if it was private? That's the question that you guys need to answer. And we want to hear from you all. So before the ladies leave. I want to say something else. (laughs) Okay, I think that for as far as social media is concerned, it just depends on how you use social media. Mm -hmm. I'm not uh, I'm not on social media that much so me posting my woman on social media is not a thing for me so right. like for to coop's point it doesn't suck for me because it's not like i post a lot on social media anyway and i feel like people on social media feel entitled to know your life mm-hmm. right and they're not entitled to know my life and so i will share that information with people in a like a face-to-face right. conversation or people that hit me up people that that are in my life i'll share that information with but social media is just social media to me when y'all say entitled to y'all's life what do y'all mean so like i I post Kiana. I don't feel like people are in my business because I don't put my business out. A picture of me and Kiana is not my business. But Coop, you also don't post a lot. I promise you, Coop, if you posted Key every week and then you quit posting Key, there will be side conversations. (laughs) If I wasn't married. No, yeah, no. I think While you're being married. married. I've seen people who have been married and and, and we've literally been like, so-and-so still together. Because they went from posting them all the time Mm -hmm. to not posting them. But I've come to to the conclusion that people don't got nothing better to do but be in other people's business. And so I've literally, this is crazy, I've literally 
But they don't say anything to you. Is, no, is, is it in your head? Is is it you thinking about what people are thinking about you? It's I think no, it's different for you because you're married. Right. So, like, for me, I'm not married. People will be in my business that they feel entitled to know my life. So, like, they'll ask you? They will ask me, yeah. Hmm. Like, if I'm dating, if I'm not dating, and they haven't seen no pictures or they have seen pictures, like, they're all the way in, they're all in your business. Mm. When you're married... There's an understanding that y'all are, as long as y'all are still married, there's an understanding that y'all are together. Whether y'all post or not, people may have questions, but y'all have that covenant to say that y'all are married. Cool, when but they dating, wouldn't ask you. When you're dating, people don't ever know. And people are nosy. Right. People mm. want to know. Right. Cool, they wouldn't ask you. They would ask somebody close to you. Yeah. It's cool. Mm. keep still together. And I promise you, you, you think it's, you really think it's petty, but people really will do that. Bro, I have recognized, I've realized that somebody got a divorce from IG. Just because they went... They were going so hard that posting each other back and forth, and and it's not because it's not because I just went snooping. You literally, they were posting each other back and forth, and then all of a sudden they quit posting each other. And one day I was like, "Bro, something post." I like I, I went to I went to his page. It was like, "Yo, he don't post his, his lady no more. All her pictures gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, went to her page. All, all his pictures, all gone. his pictures gone. I mean, all her pictures were gone. Then all his pictures were gone on their pages, and then I ended up running into him." And he was like, oh, yeah, bro, we ain't together no more. We divorced. Oh, I guess I What? <laughs> I, hire me. Because I am a private investor. I'm a, I am a PI. So you're one of those people. <laughs> Whoa. No, 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 I no. Guess, I, I guess my point is I don't care. You married, Coop. You don't got to care. I don't think I don't care either. What, like, but you, and people will talk about how my, like, what does that have to do with me? That's why I said I think it depends on how you use social media. You don't care about social media. Oh, okay. I feel like it's a majority joke. It's a of joke people thing. who use social media care about social <laughs> they care media. About it. It's oh, their okay. life. And they care about people's okay. opinions. Okay. okay it's their you. life. So, so yeah, I think that's a valid point, Judge. I'm glad that you brought that up. While we still have the ladies here from On Notice. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know uh, one question. What You got three men here, early 30s. You want to pick our brain. What is the question that you are just dying to know? Get some insight on. It could be small. It could be big. This is going to be our last question of the episode. And I want to I want to throw it to y'all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I always feel like I, I can't wait till we do video and we bring them back. Because cause Drew just be contemplating. <laughs> I am a thinker. That's funny. But I want to know why we have you all in the space. Just mm-hmm. different backgrounds in terms of dating, relationships. I am constantly, just as a single woman, not even trying to put myself on, but I often ask men, like, do you have recommendations? <laughs> do you have, like, <laughs> solid friends? Where the homies at? Because I have, like, I have women that I stand behind. Like, I have a solid reference list that I could... Pull out at a moment's notice. Oh. And so I just am so <laughs> curious as to why solid men don't have solid men to refer to their female friends. The only solid one? I get this question a lot. Okay, okay, let's 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 throw it to Coop. Did I did I'll take it, do it, throw it to JJ. Um a lot of men are trash. <laughs> no, and, and this is what hey, hey, that's bad. No, I, I was I was literally going to say because this is the thing, I, I try to recognize my homies when they do great things. So I like post them on the stories, right. like, "Hey, shout out to my boy! Shout out to my boy! Shout right. out to my boy!" Right, right, right. Half of them are either already in relationships that mm-hmm. are private because they're nurturing it, right. not mm-hmm. because they're cheating, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other half 
are just in the season where they making money and living life. Yes, and sis, I don't yes. want to put you through that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, like you know, like how your job would be like, we'll pay you five thousand dollars if you refer somebody uh, to work here. And you're like, I got this guy, but I don't want him to make me look bad because I refer right. him. And I and I and I have I try to have a a good solid mm-hmm. uh, reference list, and you're not messing up my approval rating right, because right. I didn't set you up the wrong way. So I will say, and this is the thing. We know our friends. Yes. We know our friends deeply. Right. We know what season they in. Because dudes have these transparent conversations. We talk, we talk, we talk, talk. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to intentionally put you down with one of the homies. And I'm like, one, he ain't emotionally ready. Two, he in a season where he living his best life and sis, you don't need to be a part right, of that. Right. And and so and, and so that that is what it is. It's to protect you and us. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, JJ? Yeah, I mean, it's, to y'all point, they just really don't exist like that. They <laughs> exist. No, they exist, but they're not. They're not in high demand. <laughs> they're in high but, demand, high supply. Oh, yeah, they're they're in high demand, but they just they don't low supply of them. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's because um, <laughs> I'm even just trying to think about my friends. I'm going down the list because I, I get that because I get that I get that question a lot too. Like, hey, where are your single friends at? And it kind of goes back to our conversation earlier about intentionality um, and to Dante's point, us knowing our friends, like knowing what you're looking for and knowing what they're looking for, they don't align. Mm. And so it's like, I'm not going to refer you to Mm. somebody who could take advantage of you or be another um, person on your, uh, like that will destroy your emotional, Mm -hmm. they don't have the emotional bandwidth to be in that Mm -hmm. that relationship. But I feel like that's because (laughs) a lot of dudes are focused a lot of dudes don't have the um, relationship. They're just not. They're not focused on like the intentionality aspect of the relationship. They're not looking for marriage. Yeah, they teach women to aspire to marriage, but not men. But not men. That yeah, is right. very true. They, so that, I, I don't right. really know a whole lot of dudes that are looking to be married. And when mm-hmm. they do get in that mode, they get married quick. quick. And so, what is stopping you all from like iron sharpening iron and like being now, in that accountability? Sometimes you can beat them, but they don't show up. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, and so and this is the thing, and this is the this is the the crazy thing. I have a I have a, a a wide array of friends. I have friends where they are closer to the fire, and they they feel that heat and that pressure. We hold each other accountable, and it is what it is. And then I have homies that maybe we were close in one season, and we've kind of, we're not as close because they are in a season where they don't want accountability, they don't want to be sharpened, mm-hmm. and so there are. I'm gonna be honest. The ones that's closest to the fire, most of them are taken. Mm. The ones that's that's not necessarily in the season where they want accountability, they're here living their best life. And since we gonna let them do that, yeah. Um, but I will say this: if y'all have any men that slide in y'all DMs, send the profile to us. We'll vet them. And we'll vet them. Cause look, cause the homies know. I can look through an IG and say, mm, it's giving. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me. cheater, right, right. <laughs> but no, but but I think that's a I think that is a, a, a great question. I think I think I and Dante and Coop can speak to this. I feel like I hold all my friends accountable, um, but the issue is that you can't hold somebody accountable who doesn't want to be held accountable. That's, that's, that's right. So like I can't hold you to a standard. You may not meet that standard, and so me being me, I may try to be that example, or we can have further conversations around that. Um, but they're just not at that point. Like, right. if, unless they intrinsically want to live this lifetime, be intentional with it, then 
it's kind of like falling on deaf ears. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really what it is. That's really what it is. I was going to say, like, how am I supposed to come from this conversation with hope? But I do like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dante did say that he's willing to scream. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Drew? I got y'all. Okay. Okay, Say you less. Heard it here first. Say less. I'm finna find y'all some good biblically sound <laughs> men. <laughs> These guys got think you're dating service. Right? Yeah. <laughs> These guys got think you're hitting on. You're hitting on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, how much money you make? <laughs> <laughs> What's the last book of the Bible you read? <laughs> hey, King. I don't. I, I know this is a weird question, <laughs> but if you went on the first date, where would you go? <laughs> And don't forget to ask them how they feel about big words. <laughs> hey, bro, do you know what ambiguity is? Amber, 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 Hey, King. <laughs> if you were in the spelling bee, what's the biggest word you spell? <laughs> no, but you know what? There, there is, is hope. There is hope. Oh, there is hope. No, there is hope. There is hope. There are great men out here. I also would say, um, let's be real, bro. A lot of men... Um, are out here, but a lot of men don't like rejection. Let me let me say this because I had this conversation with my sister. Uh, my circle is pretty small, so out of my circle, majority of the people are either married or in a relationship. So the people, the ones that are in my circle that are not married or in a relationship, are not looking for marriage. Mm-hmm. But right. again, that circle is very small, mm-hmm. and that's just out of friends. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking a broader scale, I know other men right. who are good right. men, right? Like I know I have associates and people that I. Um, like either coworkers or people that go to church with or whatever mm-hmm. that are good men so there is hope I'm just saying within my circle most mm-hmm. of them are either married relationship or they're not looking for the soundboard dating right <laughs> we gonna start I just want to let you know there's hope out there no there is a, there, there is hope and we and we are willing to vet any men that that want to slide in y'all DMs okay and we'll do that for listeners also <laughs> <laughs> hey hey sorry fellas we calling cap on everything <laughs> Cap. That man ain't posting nothing about Jesus. <laughs> no, but but guys, I am I'm thankful that you guys took time to come and be a part of the episode. Our first guest on the show. Hopefully, uh, we helped to to broaden y'all mind and show y- give y'all some kind of hope. <laughs> Hopefully, we answered there y'all questions. Hope. They're gonna walk out of here and be like, I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> I hate men, but we'll let the followers know where they can find you guys, where they can find the podcast, where they can find y'all individually, because we want our listeners to tap in with your listeners too. Yeah, so you can find us on social media at On Notice Brand. And then I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not on Instagram like that, but I'm getting back to it at Simply Rochelle for me. And I'm Sai, and you can find me at Sai.Shani, S-Y.S-H-A-N-I. Okay, now if the men come knocking, you gotta respond. You tell me you ain't on social. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. We'll talk. We'll talk after the pod. <laughs> we'll talk after the pod, fellas. Does anybody have a a a, a soundbite of the week? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't got one. The soundbite of the week is: you should have a circle of friends that challenge you and shift your mindsets. And do you know who said that? Dante. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That boy good. <laughs> well, there, there it is, folks. There it is right there. From a wise man himself. <laughs> and y'all can follow said wise man <laughs> on IG at Dante, D-O-N-T-A-E, Speaks Life. Side note, bro, y'all been showing out, bro. 
Y'all been showing that play, 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 play the play the sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, y'all been showing out on Apple Podcasts, giving us reviews. Oh yeah, bro, we've been running the numbers up, man. We are so close to hitting that goal of fifty. It is absolutely ridiculous. If you have not, please go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts at the Soundboard Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all so much. Here's how you can uh, you can tap in with the fellas. You can follow me at underscore Jeremy J. You can find me on IG at this is Coop underscore. Hey guys, we love y'all. We're gonna tap in next episode. Shout out to On Notice coming in. Hey, yeah. and we're gonna holler at y'all next time. Peace.